This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 106 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Morrows. Today, I am really excited to dive into the latest trends when pitching brands. Because as we all know, social media changes, algorithm changes, different things that were working six months ago aren't working today, and things that were working three months ago don't necessarily work today. So what we're going to do is we're going to dive into what the trends that we are seeing, the things that are working. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you are all aware that I am getting ready to kick off Pitch Perfect Live again. If you have never participated in Pitch Perfect Live before, you're going to want to pause the audio and head on over to jennymelrose.com forward slash Pitch Perfect Live, all one word. And make sure that you sign up for this free exclusive training so that you're aware this training is five days of free training where you're going to get specific lessons to actually walk you through how to reach out to brands and what to say when you do. By the end of the week, you're going to be able to hit send on that email. You're going to make sure that you've made contact, have the email address, and are ready to go and work with the first brand that maybe you've worked with before. Now, if you've participated in Pitch Perfect Live in the past, I want you to participate again. And the reason for this is if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know that I always say that you need to listen to certain things at different points in your career. Some of the ways that you thought six months ago, maybe when you went through it the first time, are different than the way that you think now. You may have a better understanding of your avatar, or you may have a bigger presence on Instagram, or you might be exactly where you were as far as social media and page views, but you've gained experience and you've built up your SEO. Whatever it might be, I want you to sign back up for Pitch Perfect Live, even if you're a student of Pitch Perfect Pro. I always tell my students of Pitch Perfect Pro to come back through Pitch Perfect Live because it is the most up-to-date and relevant information. There's only so much I can give you in a podcast. I'm able to get you a lot more when you go through the five-day training with me because I'm able to answer your specific questions live and be able to get back to you to make sure that you are getting it so that it is niche specific to your blog and the content that you are serving up to your audience. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the trends that we are seeing when it comes to pitching brands. We are into January. It is the new year. And of course, we just all finished up quarter four where it is often the case that quarter four, all of a sudden, bloggers who have been around for a bit um, have gotten their name out there maybe by reaching out to brands or just have a history of working with brands in the past will get an influx of in emails into their inbox in the month of December. Because what ends up happening is a lot of times in quarter four, December, brands that 
thought they had used up all of their budget, realized, oh, wait a second, we have a couple extra thousands of dollars. Let's work with some of our bloggers. So that's when they'll often reach out to the bloggers that they've worked to in the past or have established a relationship with. So one of the things that I want to talk about today is about establishing that relationship with the brand. You can't expect to email a brand or to reach out to a brand for the very first time on Instagram and land a sponsored campaign. Now, when I'm talking about a sponsored campaign, I am not talking that you are just working in exchange for free products. And if this is something that's a hang up for you, if you're not sure how to get past uh, just working for free, I want you to make sure that you check the show notes because we're going to link to the renegotiation script that I use so that if a brand reaches out wanting me to work in exchange for free product, I hit them back with a specific email that I send to them that has very specific wording that lets them know that I am looking to be compensated for the work that I would provide for them. So if we're now talking about a campaign where you are going to get paid monetarily for the campaign that you put together for the blog post, for the social media shares, then what we need to start to think about is that relationship that we've been building. Is it the first time that we're emailing them or reaching out to them on Instagram? And if so, it's highly likely that they're just going to let it sit, not because they're trying to play games with you, but because there are so many influencers out there. There are so many people that have an Instagram account now that may not have a blog, but are talking about brands just naturally in their stories or even in their posts on Instagram. So because of that, you need to start to create a relationship with the brand. You can't expect to just talk about them once in your story and all of a sudden they're going to have a conversation with you in their DMs. You need to be able to show them how you're your audience is unique. It can't just be anymore a quick 15 second story where you're show, showing me that you have their product in your refrigerator. That's great. Does your audience really care that you have that product in your refrigerator? Probably not. They want to know why. Give them the story behind that product and why it's valuable to them as an audience. Because when the brand sees you do that, that's when they understand who your audience is. Because maybe you're going to speak to the specific fact that the product is vegan and it's grown in your home state of California and how it only um, ships its seeds from the nearby state of Oregon. I don't know, whatever it might be, okay? But I want you to start to create that type of relationship and let them see the relationship that you have with your audience. You also cannot only be on stories, especially if you're using Instagram stories. And you're going to see if you sign up for Pitch Perfect Live that Instagram stories is one of the fastest ways to have a conversation with a brand because it goes into their direct messages and you're able to have a conversation with them. So with that being said, you need to start to think about what is it that you're going to be saying in your stories that's going to draw them in and see that you're going to be able to provide an audience to them that is valuable because I need you to really understand that it's not about you. It's not about the fact that you have 10,000 followers and swipe up. What they really care about is that out of those 10,000 followers, how many of them are commenting? How many are interacting and engaging? 
Do you know any of the people that are interacting and engaging with you by name or know things about them because you have that type of relationship with your audience? The people that they brands want to work with are the ones that they consistently see using stories, not just using them to tag them, but to talk to their audience and gain more information from them. So to go along with using your stories and tagging the brand, I also want you to start to think about if Stories is a, a strategy that you're going to use to get in contact with the brand. You have to be using the full facet of that platform. So how are you getting your audience to interact, engage with you? Are you using stickers? Are you asking them questions and giving them an opportunity to actually interact and engage? Because if your audience doesn't know how to engage with you, it's highly likely that you don't know that much about your audience. And brands don't care that you have a million page views if you can't tell them what it is about your site that makes you different. That why they're not going to go to another food blogger or another DIY home decor. There has to be something that you know specifically about your brand that sets you apart. And if you don't have any other way to have these sort of conversations with them through your email list, Instagram stories is a great way to start. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. Building that relationship from the get-go, even if you're just starting off, is the perfect place to start because you want to know what type of content to create and what better way to figure it out than to have that conversation with your audience on Instagram. I have quite a few friends that have started with just Instagram accounts. I have a lot of Instagram influencers that will come to me and say, listen, I'm getting reached out to these brands about working in exchange for just free product. How do I turn this around? And how do I build this more into a business rather than it just being for fun and something that I do? Well, in order to make it a business, you have to know what it is that your audience wants from you. You have to then and create content that is geared towards that, that a brand would be willing to pay for that influence. So what I really want you to take from this is that one of the biggest trends right now is the engagement that you not only have with the brand, but also the engagement that you have with your audience. How well do you know them? Because a brand is going to want to know that. They're going to want to know how, what does your reach look like and how many engagements are you getting and what sort of comments do you have? And if you don't know, start building the case study. A lot of people will say to me, a case study that sounds really clinical, that sounds like something that a teacher would do. Well, as many of you know, I'm a former teacher and I like to do my research. So what I'm going to make sure that I do is I'm going to have a case study. And all a case study means is it's an example. It's an example of content that I would put out that I'm going to have my audience engage with me. So if part of a proposal that I'm going to create is that I'm going to put together a set of a series, a five stories for a brand, and then I'm going to hold it on my highlight reel for 14 days, I need to set up an example of what five stories that might be talking about a specific topic that stays on my highlight reel for 14 days, what kind of reach it would see, how many views am I going to get from that. That way, when a brand comes back to me and wants more information about it, I can provide them with that. Just because you haven't worked with a brand yet doesn't mean that you're you're not qualified. You just need to show them that you know what you're talking about. And that is one of the trends right now as well. Brands want to work with influencers 
that see themselves as a business. They don't want to just work with influencers that see themselves as Insta-famous or YouTube stars. Unless you truly have a goal as far as a business plan of where you're looking to take this, a lot of times brands don't want to take the risk on someone that's Insta-famous because where are you going to be when Instagram changes the algorithm again? Or where are you going to be when YouTube decides that, "Mm, we don't want you talking about that. You can no longer talk about essential oils. Like that hasn't happened on Pinterest. You guys know that things change quickly. So in order to do this, you have to be able to prove to a brand that you truly know what it is that your audience wants from you and how you are able to authentically deliver that content to an audience that is going to engage with you. One of the other trends that I wanted to make sure that I talked to you guys about is making sure that you are keeping track of where you're getting interaction. Where is the, which platform is it? And trying your absolute best. And I know that we've talked about this in the past and it scares a lot of bloggers because we're used to the mentality of page views and social media. That's where we're going to be. That's where we're going to focus. The problem is, is like I've kind of already brought up in, in the beginning of this, the algorithms, things can change. You can have millions of page views coming in from Pinterest, but if you're not capturing those people and giving them a reason to come back by capturing their email address, then they're gone. We know that the Pinterest rate for people to come back is slim. People don't always come back from Pinterest. They come back once for a recipe or for a DIY and then they never come back again. That is unless you create a relationship with them. And by building your list, that is the best way to do it. A lot of the times when we reach out to brands originally, they all want to know about our social media numbers. They wanted to know about Facebook and they want to know about Instagram and YouTube. And these are all very important. But your email list is also extremely important, especially if you can give them the data on your email list. What does the open rate look like when you send an email? What's your click-through rate? What types of things are they clicking through? Not only is this so important to a brand, But you guys are missing out on potential products for yourselves by not growing an email list. Having these conversations with your audience lets you know what you could potentially build. I want to give you an example. I want you to think about a, a, just as an example, a beauty blogger that has a business where she is in person doing makeup lessons. What if she knew from her Instagram stories, clearly, because that's where she's getting her clients from, that those makeup lessons that she's doing, she could turn into something where she didn't have to do it in person. She could do it on her stories, sure, and get some affiliate links and make a little bit off of a 5% off of a tube of lipstick. But what if instead of having to do it in person to one or a group of three people at, I don't know, 100 bucks a pop, let's just say she's doing it at. Instead, she realized that this is something they truly wanted and created a course where they could take the makeup lessons online in the convenience of their own home. 
hundreds of them would be able to come in at a time and be able to do it at their own convenience. So now instead of her time being an hour where she's able to make $300 from maybe those three in-person makeup lessons, she's able to do that $300 in five minutes of opening up a course. But if you don't have a list, you're not able to naturally sell it. Sure, you can try to use Instagram like the, you've been using it to sell affiliate products. But when Instagram changes an algorithm, it's going to be gone. It's going not going to be viable that way. So you guys, when we're talking about working with brands, we're talking about turning our blogs into businesses. You need to start thinking about how can I grow my list? What can I give them in return? for gaining and becoming someone that's on my list. I'm going to link in the show notes to a couple different podcast episodes that talk about what to give someone to gain to grow my list. Because yes, this is important for brands. It's just important in general. It's smart business. You need to have an email list if you already don't have it so that you can start to think about how can I diversify my income? One of the number one issues that I have from bloggers that come to me that are making decent income because they're part of my scalar mastermind programs. So they're probably making about $5,000 a month, three to $5,000 a month, let's just say, as bloggers from sponsored posts and from ad income coming in. One of the biggest things I hear is, Jenny, I'm afraid when the page views go away. What happens if the page views go away from social media? I'm going to be out of luck because all I'm depending on is ads and sponsored posts. I need to diversify. Well, that's when I always ask the questions about lists. And that's when I get the eyes that fall down that don't want to look at me and say to me, no, I haven't been growing my list. Or yeah, I've been growing my list. There's something over in my sidebar. They just sign up. They just put their email in. That's great. But it's not segmented. It's it's not telling me what they're there for. So I'm telling you, you guys need to hop over to the show notes and make sure that you click over to the article or to the podcast episode that's about list building and what to give in exchange for your list. I brought up list not only to talk about building it, but because it, if you are looking to work with brands, they want to understand the audience that you have. And you're going to understand it better when you're able to engage and interact with them. And there is truly no better way than being able to engage with them than on your list. I appreciate you guys so much for your time. I hope, highly, highly recommend that you sign up for Pitch Perfect Live. It is going to be kicking off January 28th and we'll run through February 1st. Five days, we meet for about half an hour in the mornings. Everything is recorded so that if you cannot attend the live event, the live portion of it, you're able to watch the recording afterwards and get caught up with all of the lessons. You can go to jennymorrells.com forward slash pitch perfect live, all one word, and make sure that you sign up and seek your seat today because we will be kicking off January 28th. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. I hope that I will see you over in Pitch Perfect Live. And until next time, I will see you all then. 